0: Hello, this is Rodney Harrier, the author and host of this one-year daily Chronological Bible Studies podcast. If you wonder what the Bible is about and how it applies to you, or are confused about how the events, characters, and writings fit together, you have come to the right place. In each episode, we go through passages of the Bible in proper chronological order and give you insight into what they mean and how they apply to you. This episode is entitled, When God is Taking Too Long. Welcome back. Sometimes we want action. Maybe we want justice. We long for timely justice, but it can be long in coming. What are we to do? That's what Job wants to know. Today's Bible reading, Job 22 through 28. Notice, since this is a two-day study, you may read the scriptures the first day and the Bible study the second day. This Bible study, of course, covers the second day. Have any of us ever suffered loss and then someone blamed us for it? Perhaps religious friends or acquaintances claimed terrible stuff happened because of sin in our life. Or they said we are suffering because we failed to do something. Be kind to the poor, widows, orphans, or some other omission. However, we are innocent. What do we do when we suffer injustice but correcting the wrong is not timely? The biblical patriarch, Job, faced this exact situation. Job suffered continual pain from a skin disease, possibly scabies, so he looked detestable to all who saw him, even his wife. His three friends came to visit him. Instead of comforting him, however, they criticized and accused him of wickedness. In his pain, Job cried out loud, defending himself and his integrity. In today's Bible lesson, Eliphaz is tired of hearing Job's speeches of innocence. After earlier acknowledging Job's goodness, chapter 4, verses 3-6, through six, now he falsely accuses Job of evil. Is not your wickedness great? Are not your sins endless? You demanded security from your brothers for no reason. You stripped men of their clothing, leaving them naked. You gave no water to the weary, and you withheld food from the hungry. Though you were a powerful man, owning land, an honored man, living on it, and you sent widows away empty-handed and broke the strength of the fatherless, that is why snares are all around you, why sudden peril terrifies you. Job 22, 5-10 through 10. Here's Job's response. Job replies he is innocent and could appear before the Lord without fear of being judged for evil behavior. If he could find the Almighty... He would present his case. God knows the way that I take. When he has tested me, I will come forth as gold. My feet have closely followed his steps. I have kept to his way without turning aside. I have not departed from the command of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my daily bread. Job 23, verses 10 through 12. Job mentions other issues which require justice. Greedy landowners confiscate property by moving boundary stones. Unscrupulous landowners oppress the poor, widows, and orphans. They remove their ability to earn a living, seize their property and possessions, and leave them without clothing, food, or housing. Thieves, murderers, and adulterers need punishment. God will eventually deal with them, but what about now? Job is suffering terribly but he is not guilty. Still, he can't find justice. God won't give him an audience, and Job doesn't understand. Bildad's answer to Job is insulting. Job, you are too insignificant for God to give you an audience. You are like a maggot or a worm. Job 25.6 Job replies, How you have helped the powerless! How you have saved the arm that is feeble! What advice you have offered one without wisdom, and what great insight you have displayed. Who has helped you utter these words, and whose spirit spoke from your mouth? Job 26, verses 1-4. through In other words, Job says to Bildad, Are you speaking from God or Satan? When we comfort the sick or otherwise oppressed, it's crucial that we carefully search out what the Lord would have us say. They need comfort not insults. The rest of the world disdains them for how they look or their circumstances, but we should exercise mercy and pity. Job acknowledges God is all-powerful and knows all things. He has unsearchable wisdom and doesn't have to answer to anyone. However, he allows Job to suffer. Although Job can't gain an audience with the Lord, Job still doesn't curse or live as if God doesn't exist even in his frustration. Instead, he determines to hold on to his integrity and righteousness because he knows this is the right way. Job knows because God is righteous, he will eventually clear Job of any wrongdoings. Job tells his friends, I will never admit you are in the right. Till I die, I will not deny my integrity. I will maintain my righteousness and never let go of it. My conscience will not reproach me as long as I live. Job 27, verses 5-6 through Where can we find answers to suffering? God usually punishes the wicked, not the righteous. We don't understand why the righteous suffer. Where will we find the answers? Job says that people mine for treasures deep in the earth where no birds or animals live. But where are wisdom and understanding found? God has said to man, The fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to shun evil is understanding. Job 28.28 The angels constantly surround God, exalting Him for His power and glory, and if we were to meet Him, we would tremble and fall down as dead in fear of Him. Wisdom and understanding reside with God. He has a purpose for everything, although we might not understand it. Whether we ever find the reason for injustice, we know we can trust the Lord to do what's right. Do we know God personally? Christians, do we fear the Lord, shun evil, and seek wisdom and understanding from Him? God rewards Christians, but not always while we live. An evil life eventually leads to destruction. Psalm seventy-three, twenty-seven. However, God offers us forgiveness, peace, spiritual life, and rewards in heaven if we accept Jesus as our Savior for our sins. Those who persist in doing right eventually win justice and rewards. This is Job's resolve, even though he is in physical and emotional distress. He trusts God and reveres Him. He tries valiantly to maintain his integrity and righteousness, believing that justice will finally prevail. With God's help, we can do the same. Let's pray for the sustaining grace of His Holy Spirit. Romans 8.26 Takeaway Lessons God offers us forgiveness, peace, spiritual life, and rewards in heaven if we accept His Son Jesus as our sacrifice for sins, let's keep fearing the Lord and walking in His ways. Eventually, God will bring us justice and favor. We don't need to be discouraged. Focus verse Job 28:28. 28, 28. And He, God, said to man, The fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to shun evil is understanding. Let's pray for His sustaining grace. Father, You're acquainted with all our ways, and You know our needs. You can be our provider in strength and trouble. We're a microwave society, always wanting a quick answer, but sometimes it's Your will for us to wait. Therefore, please give us perseverance and faith. You know when the time is right for helping or delivering us. Give us strength and endurance as our daily bread. Provide for us so we can testify of your goodness and faithfulness. If our trouble is caused by sin, we confess it in particular and ask for forgiveness. Help us also to graciously forgive others. Lead us away from the temptation to pay back others for meanness or insults or to lose faith and quit. May all things, even our endurance, bring glory to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen looking ahead. If Job is so righteous, what evidence of a righteous life does he have? What evidence do we have? Find out in our next Bible lesson. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you can receive the episodes as soon as they are available. Thank you for joining us. Remember, go with God and he goes with you.